This is The Adam Ritz Show, a public affairs talk show touching on community, health, foundations, and more. The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Vibonomics, an audio out-of-home advertising marketplace and audio experience company. Info at Vibonomics.com. And now, from the Vibonomics studios, please welcome your public affairs radio host, Adam Ritz. All right, welcome to the broadcast. My name is Adam Ritz. On the telephone, Jay Baker. Jay, thank you for carving out the time and joining me. How are you? Oh, I'm having a great time socially distancing myself from others. The um, the COVID editions of the Adam Ritz Show public affairs radio extravaganza is still continuing uh, as at least one of us is not in studio to make sure uh, we have at least six feet between us. And as we've said on previous shows, there's about 2.7 miles between us right now, so I think we're being safe, or at least safe enough. Uh, how, how, uh, how have you been this week uh, as things start to open back up? You know, I've been doing fine, and it is nice. Uh, there does have uh, There is a little bit more optimistic air in the world, uh, and, you know, uh, when I take my long walks, there's a lot of people out there doing the same thing. Yeah, it feels good to... Uh, Get back to normal somewhat. I know they're they're still concerned um, with the second wave, they call it. And uh, there are a few states that have had increases in COVID cases. So we are certainly not out of the weeds. We still need to uh, be diligent and uh, wash our hands and social distance and just keep it top of mind that things are not completely back to normal. And we don't know when that's going to be, when it is going to be back to normal. Um, Jay, before we get into uh, your topics for today's public affairs show, I wanted to share with you uh, a website I found, uh, and we'll have a little fun with this from the working from home perspective. I know uh, you are still working from home. There's a lot of America that is still working from home. And I want to thank my friend Greg Browning at WJJK Radio for sending me this story. He found a website and he was talking about it on his radio show. It is a website of sound effects for people working from home that miss the office. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the website, you can go to it right now. Uh, I've got it pulled up here, soundofcolleagues.com. So if you miss the sound of your colleagues at work, you can go to this website, soundofcolleagues.com and uh, I'm going to have it playing here in the background and you're going to feel like you're actually at the office today (laughs) while you listen to thesoundofcolleagues.com So, yeah, they've got uh, on the homepage here there's really not a a whole lot to the website it's a uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think I just heard uh, uh, the printer um, and some, oh, there's definitely some keyboards tapping in the background. Uh, but if you go to the website, soundofcolleagues.com, you'll have some options. I mean, you can play with the volume levels of uh, your options here are room tone, so just sort of a background room noise, coffee machine, people, a printer, rain on the window, an open window, Telephone, an office dog, and keyboards. <laughs> so, 
I feel like I'm in the office right now. I, don't, I know people are up early listening uh, in your car and you're driving uh, maybe uh, uh, to the office yourself. You might feel like you're already there right now. <laughs> now here's what's fun, Jay. Uh, we can isolate some of these uh, sound effects. So let me, let me get rid of everything but the coffee machine. Uh, and hear, hear how that coffee machine sounds. There it is. So, oh, that's nice. So now everything is ice is gone except for the, the coffee machine. <laughs> so that's that sounds like an expensive coffee machine. Oh, it does. Um, now I don't know if you have an office dog where you work, but I'm gonna I'm gonna isolate the office dog and get rid of the coffee machine. <laughs> and apparently this is realistic if you do not have carpet in your office you could hear the the claws there tapping on the on the floor oh that's oh he just jumped up on the desk <laughs> and i didn't notice here i'm gonna isolate the telephone uh, i don't know what that sounds just like a business office phone, maybe. I don't know if the uh, if an old that's an old cell phone, but uh... oh yeah, those oh, that's are, funny. That's an office phone there. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, add all of them at full volume. <laughs> I just added the printer, people, coffee machine, the room tone, rain on a window, an open window, the office dog, and keyboards. <laughs> so that is one busy office. Wow. And I think uh, we are doing a public service to the workforce that has missed their office. And if you're working from home and maybe you think you might be a little more productive, if you had some of the sounds from the office, if you miss your colleagues from the office, you can find uh, all of this at soundofcolleagues.com. I'll put a link to this on the on the website uh, right here with this episode. You can find it at adamritzshow.com. I think the dog is hurt right now. Uh, oh, no. I, I, think she, I think the dog had a thorn in its paw. Um, apparently, the this office is in the in a rural area where there's a lot of thorns and burrs out in the backyard. Oh my goodness. So would it be distracting to you if I just should I just let this run our whole half hour show here or it's up to you and it's funny. <laughs> so funny. Let me get rid of the dog. I'm getting rid of the dog right now. Um Maybe you know what I'll do? I'm just going to dip down the the volume level just a hair and let it run in the background. And, sure. Uh, you know, it'll be the sound of our colleagues that we miss from the radio station. All right. You're on the Adam Rich Show, and uh, we're brought to you in part today by our underwriters at Vibonomics. Uh, there is no office dog at Vibonomics. And if you'd like to learn more about what they do um, in the world of in-store audio and retail uh, audio coming through the speakers in the ceiling of a retail space with uh, licensed music and voiceover messaging and voiceover advertisements and promotional messages, you can do so at their website, vibonomics.com. 
All right, Jay, uh, I miss you, my colleague. Um, I'm thankful that I don't have a, a website where I can go listen to your sound effects. I, I don't need that. I can get your voice on the telephone anytime I want. Uh, what are we talking yeah. about today? Well, we are talking about family movie night. This was a thing, obviously, even pre-COVID. But now that families are sort of sheltering in place, you're sitting on top of each other. Believe it or not, there is a somewhat cura curated list of family movies. Because if you think about the family movie, you want to make it so that everybody's engaged. Uh, we always laugh in the male world, of course, unless there's plenty of explosions and Bruce Willis, uh, you know, uh, saves people from a building that's about to explode that, you know, it's it's just not a movie that we'd want to see. For sure. But there are some great family movies. And when I started to look through this list, I uh, the first initial list, you look at it and you go, oh, OK, well, I don't have younger kids, so. I'm not as likely to have a family movie night, but plenty of people are. And these movies are pretty engaging. And I know, Adam, that you're very, very much into movies. So I think you'll you'll enjoy this list. This is a great topic because at this point of the, um, you know, shelter in place, it's been months, three, three months. Uh, I've watched every movie, I feel like anyway. Oh, and boy, yeah. So I, I've sort of stopped watching uh, television altogether. There's a few shows on Netflix or Amazon Prime I've been checking out. But for the most part, I need some movie ideas. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, this is pretty cool. And in no particular order. How about this? Uh, the film The Incredibles. And this is something that I caught on early on. And I... I I'm not specifically sure. Was this a Disney animated or was it a Pixar film? It's uh, both. Yeah, Pixar okay. is a division of Disney. And if you go to the Magic Kingdom, uh, you'll see and have an opportunity to, to take pictures with uh, all the characters from uh, The Incredibles. I don't know how close and you, you know. can get to them right now during uh, the <laughs> pandemic, but uh, they are there. Yes, that's a Disney thing. Yeah, Incredibles, very funny film. Goonies was on this list, and we just talked not too long ago about the Goonies reunion. Yeah, the uh, Josh Gad, uh, um, what, what is it, Reunited Apart is the name right. of his YouTube video series of reuniting cast members from classic films. And yeah, if you haven't seen that one with the Goonies, it's pretty cool to see them all grown up uh, as adults talking about that film. Um, God forbid if you have not seen that movie. Uh, there's somebody listening to this show right now that has not watched that movie. You have to watch that movie. It is just pure enjoyment from start to finish. You know, it might be a little dated. I mean, uh, it, it was 30 or 40 years ago, but still, it is. it holds up true. The kids are fantastic. The, the adults are funny. It's a great story. It's pure adventure. Uh, think I guess think a little bit like uh, it's you know if kids were kind of like Indiana Jones it's an Indiana Jones con uh, adventure with with children um, and it, you know it also reminds me a little bit of uh, Stranger Things you know except not yes. so, not so scary it's a it's a it's a more fa family friendly version of a bunch of kids on an adventure no killing absolutely there's no killing <laughs> no there isn't no you're absolutely correct uh, also on this list. From 1982, now there's other versions of this film, but the film Annie, and part of the reason is it's rags to riches, it's decent music, it's compelling characters, and even Sarah Jessica Parker was Annie 
on Broadway. So Annie has a lot of legs. And of course, the song, Where Would We Be Without Tomorrow, Tomorrow? Oh, uh, yeah, the sun will come out tomorrow. Um, it's a hard knock life. Yes. Yeah, maybe best performed by Dr. Evil and Mini Me in uh, the Austin Powers <laughs> franchise when they sang yes. It's a Hard Knock Life while they were, I think, in prison. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. I'm sure the, the people that behind the film, the family classic Annie, I'm sure they're glad we're talking about that right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Here's a classic from Steven Spielberg, the movie E.T., which still holds up. Um, I know that we're uh, on this show, we're official that we're not as excited about Drew Barrymore's movie career now, but that Drew Barrymore as a youngster, wasn't she a cutie? Now, have we talked about my feelings about Drew Barrymore on the show? <laughs> well, I think you've brought up that she's made some horrendous movie choices and that many of the roles that she's in, she's really not suited for the role. Uh, so I, I think that if we haven't been specific on the show, I think your thoughts on Drew are well known. I think Drew Barrymore fans are going to be upset with me. Uh, but I want to, to say, you know, like your mom said, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. I will say that her best role was as Gertie in E.T. So I said, yes. you know, let, that is as positive as I can as I can be right now. Absolutely. And uh E.T., I think, definitely holds up. Weren't they talking about an E.T. sequel at one point? You know, I I really thought they were. I don't know if uh, maybe they did one and it's on some streaming platform that I don't have. Uh, I'm sure if a listener, if you know anything about this, you can uh, email me through the website, adamrichshow.com. But yeah, I I thought I had heard something about that. Maybe uh, the production got put on hold when the uh, pandemic hit. I know a lot of Hollywood just sort of threw up their hands in the air and said, we're not going to move forward until this thing passes. So we'll find out. Yeah, it would make a a good vehicle for a sequel. Uh, Also on this list, this film came out uh, within the last year or or year and a half, two years. My time frame is off. But The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman as P.T. Barnum. And I think I've shared with you, Adam, that I was amazed that when this film first came out, that a number of parents were bringing their kids to it. I thought, oh, well, it's a Hugh Jackman film, so, but uh, it's absolutely splendid for kids and adults. And that is a good movie. I am a Hugh Jackman sucker. Uh, he can sing and dance, and it's not just Wolverine and uh, action films. He's uh, multi talented, and it certainly comes through on camera with The Greatest Showman. I like that movie. Yeah, he is insanely talented. How about this one, Jumanji? And I know there was a reboot of Jumanji not too long ago, but the original still holds up with Robin Williams. I I agree. And uh, for the new generation of moviegoers that only know the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson version of Jumanji, uh, go ahead and, and get into the archives and find the original with Robin Williams. It's worth watching, too, for sure. It's very good. Make a theme night out of it. Watch you know, get get a whole bunch of pizza, watch the Robin Williams <laughs> original Jumanji, then right. immediately, maybe a bathroom break, but immediately watch The Rock in Jumanji, and then immediately after that, maybe another bathroom break, watch Jumanji Part 2 with The Rock, which is in fact the third 
in the franchise. But you could there's six hours you can kill and have a great time with your family. Isn't it amazing that The Rock, who really is, I mean, a professional wrestler by trade, has become a pretty compelling Hollywood icon. He, I, I've, oh yeah. I've been a little shocked by that. He, I think he makes three or four or 47 movies a year. And uh, a lot of them are the same formula, uh, at least in the action world. But uh, you know what I'll throw in there since we're talking about The Rock and family movies? He made a film, um, called, I think it was called The Tooth Fairy. And um, I'm conflating films now because he also made a movie where he played a professional football player. And his daughter, he had a some sort of storyline with his daughter, who was the cutest kid in the world. Uh, Look up. I, I'm failing on remembering if that's the same movie or I think it's the same movie. I think he he's a professional football player who then becomes the Tooth Fairy. I I don't uh, know. <laughs> I'm butchering this, <laughs> but there's definitely at least one great family movie in there, maybe two. Um, you know what? I just thought of it. So the football movie was called The Game Plan, and that's a great okay. family movie. It's him and his daughter, and he's kind of a professional athlete on the on the high on the jerk scale, who then becomes uh, more more of a father figure to his to his daughter. That's a great movie. It's called The Game Plan, produced by Disney. Uh, and then the other one was called I think it was just called The Tooth Fairy. And I mean, okay. if you can imagine Dwayne the Rock Johnson. 6'5", 255 pounds, in a tutu with wings, because he's the Tooth Fairy. I mean, what family wouldn't want to watch that any weekend? Well, I'm telling you, the guy's something else. And I, as you said, every third film has him in it. So Yeah, but be careful. Don't just watch any rock movie with your family, because some of them, uh, th- there's you know seven or eight corpses every ten seconds. Well, I was going to say, he's been cast in a few what we call action thrillers, not suitable for kids. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, here's one, too. This stands out and is, has a number of sequels and offshoot stories. But the original Toy Story is a great family movie. That is a great one. Fantastic. Yeah, Pixar. Awesome movie. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Toy Story or any of the sequels. Uh, also on this list... Jurassic Park. Now, there's obviously some violence when the dinosaurs get a little wacky, but still holds up, and the violence is more comic book oriented. Uh, so, you know, it is suitable for kids, probably not super young kids. You know, when you bring up Jurassic Park, I'm always reminded of the scene in the original where the T Rex eats the lawyer who's sitting on the toilet. Oh, yes. And uh, I, I remember watching that movie with my youngest daughter when she was, I don't know, she was probably five years old. And it just didn't occur to me that maybe I, I didn't realize what was about to happen because I'd seen the movie before. But this dinosaur eats a person right in front of my five-year-old daughter. And I kind of looked at her like, oh, my gosh, yeah. this is going to scar her forever. And it didn't even really phase her. But it's just a reminder that uh, when you watch these fun adventure movies, really kind of maybe it's a good idea to pre-watch it before your four or five-year-old does just to make sure it's got scenes that you're okay with your kids seeing. Um, yeah, I, I know you raise when, a good point. It, when I was five years old in 1975, if I saw 
a realistic dinosaur eat somebody? Uh, that probably would have really scared me. It was a different time back then. We didn't have video sure. games and the media that these kids have today. Um, but heck, I thought Cujo was scary when I was twelve. Oh, I, and have you seen? Goodness, yes. You've seen Cujo recently? It is a joke. I mean, it is not even scary in the slightest. It's pathetic how <laughs> movies and our fear quotient has has risen over time. Um, maybe it's a scary book still, but the movie is laughable. In fact, that's my yeah, suggestion for family movie night. Rent Cujo, because the whole family will laugh <laughs> at how not scary it is. <laughs> Cujo's like an embraceable pet as you watch him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Uh, also on this list, Finding Nemo, which is such a cool film. It features the voice of Albert Brooks, who, you know, we love because he is just one of the coolest comics ever. For sure. And then uh, uh, it's uh, Ellen DeGeneres, right? The the, the Dory? Dory, fish, right? yeah. So she's the star of Finding Dory, the long-awaited sequel that finally came out years later from Finding Nemo. You know, Albert Brooks, uh, I watched him in a movie recently, and it's escaping me, but he plays a... Um, uh, what he, he plays a, um, a mo- like a mobster, like a mafia. Oh type yes, guy. I saw that. It's kind of uh, out of what he usually does. You know what? It, the movie was called Drive with uh, Ryan Gosling. It, yes. It, it, if you've never seen that, now this movie is not for family movie <laughs> no, night. I no. reiterate, Drive with Ryan Gosling is not for family movie night. But I watched it with my. 17 and 21 year old daughter because they love ryan gosling they love ryan yes. and it's a it is a cool movie i mean it's just a cool sort of indie underground movie and uh, albert brooks plays a real tough character i mean he's a mafia type guy he doesn't take anything from anybody and there's some i mean if you cross him he will he'll cut yeah. you he gets rid of you he whacks you so halfway through the movie you know my kids know finding uh, Nemo back and forth and I go and I'm so good with voices I'm like uh, see if you can tell me who this actor is and so halfway through the movie they're like we don't know who he is I go not, not his face his voice do you recognize his voice and hearing him with profanity the phrases he was saying about killing yes. people uh, the illegal activity that was coming out of his mouth they just could not place it when I said that's the voice of Nemo's dad from Finding Nemo, it just blew their minds. So yeah, Albert Brooks, uh, very interesting voice. Overall, his career hasn't been that family friendly. <laughs> no, it has not been. But as the da- as the loving dad of Nemo, he rocks it. He does rock it. Speaking of Ryan Gosling, this film was one of the first films that Ryan Gosling was ever in. It's a film called Remember the Titans. That's a fantastic film. It really yeah. is a great message, great movie, historical, a period piece of the 1960s. Denzel Washington is over-the-top, crazy awesome in it. Absolutely uh, recommend the movie Remember the Titans. That's one of my girlfriend's favorite movies. And she doesn't yeah, even, it is. You know, she's not a, a football fan like I am, and it's still one of her favorite movies. It is a very good film, and as you said, not just a good sports film, but a very thoughtful, great message, and good for all family members. Uh, Aquila and the Bee, and you know, I've seen this film a couple of times, and at first I thought, good family movie, but the more you think about it, very positive, and the backstory is about a spelling bee, and now that we have uh, 
you know, we have word check and or spell check. We don't have spelling bees or they're not as important, but it's a pretty compelling film. You know, I have not seen that yet. Uh, I should put that on my list. Uh, I did not know it was about a spelling bee. Um, and you mentioned with spell check, spelling might not be that popular of an issue. I, I will say <laughs> thanks to just, just the, the immediacy of social media and the complacency of posting that disposable media, which is a social media post, nobody cares what their spelling is. So we're, we are creating an entire generation of human beings that don't care about spelling. <laughs> no, you're so correct Everything's about that. misspelled, and it's just getting worse. Because when those people start having kids, nobody's going to be spelling correctly. So yeah. see that movie now before anybody says, <laughs> what, what, hey, what was a spelling bee? <laughs> and why was it's that about, important? Right. It's about overcoming adversity and spelling, and they're both very important issues in today's world. <laughs> Uh, On this list, and this is a cool film. This is kind of a throwback film, Princess Bride. Oh, top. What a great movie. Classic. One of the all-time greats. So many great characters, from Billy Crystal to Andre the Giant. I mean, uh, that's a piece of pop culture history right there. Absolutely a fantastic film for any family. This is a film that has become much bigger of late the film frozen that's another great disney film and as you know compelling characters and also a very uh uh, you know what word am i looking for it's it's a good film for women because it uh, it's about empowerment absolutely yeah your heroes are female uh it's an old disney formula where you know, it's good versus evil, and uh, for, for generations and decades, it was usually a, a prince or the, the king, some sort of male figure that sweeps in to be the hero. Not the case with Frozen, and that's one of the reasons it's so popular and such a great film for families, uh, kids, and daughters. Absolutely. The film Home Alone is on this list. That's another pop culture icon film. Uh just absolutely great performances. Now, are you in, allowed? Uh, are you Home allowed, Alone? Are you allowed to watch Home Alone uh, not during the Christmas season? I thought that was uh, a Christmas well, movie. There you go. That's part of the problem with this list. That particular film, I would peg as a Christmas film. So, you probably, if you're going to have a good uh, movie night with your family, is make this one in the month of December. Or here's what we can do, Jay. Uh, next month is July, and I'm a big fan of Christmas and Christmas and holiday music and Christmas music. Yeah. So why not have a Christmas in July family movie night and get home alone? Maybe Christmas vacation with the Griswolds. Uh, make some Christmas cookies, even though it's maybe 89 degrees where you are. <laughs> Celebrate yes. Christmas in July. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. And home alone does make you at least think of, you know, the fun of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, here's some uh, honorable mentions. This was just outside the list. Uh, the film A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah. Great, great uh, movie. Baseball movie with um, Tom Gina Hanks Davis. is a hoot, yeah, yeah. as the manager. Mm-hmm. I think sure. that was where the line, there's no crying in baseball came from. Well, yeah. You know, I love movies that are historical, too, uh, based on a true story. 
yes. uh, during World War II when, when there was no baseball. So the, the female professional baseball league started because all the, the men were overseas fighting in a war. I mean, the period piece and the uniforms and the backdrops and the cars. I mean, I love period piece movies with a little bit of historical um, nuance to them. Uh, league of Their Own is a great movie. Great movie. Here's another historically nuanced film, Apollo 13, which is another Tom Hanks classic. And, of course, it is about the real-life adventures of the astronauts of Apollo 13, who were real heroes. You know, we could do a whole show on family movies starring Tom Hanks. Oh, yes. And another little side note about Apollo 13. By the way, I always forget. I'm glad you said it because I know it's Apollo 13. But I'm not really that great with numbers. Uh, so every time I try to think of that movie, I never say 13. It's Apollo. Ah. It, maybe I do. I get lucky once in a while. But sometimes it's Apollo 19. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's Apollo 17. I get sure. the Apollo right. I'm always right on right. Apollo. But I never really get the number right every single time. But anyway, the side note about that film is it's a great movie if you're playing the Kevin Bacon Six Degrees of Separation game. Have you ever played that with Kevin Bacon? Oh, yes. Where you... Uh, Where he was um, the role in this role and the yeah. part in this part. And yeah. Well, that, you, that any event or movie can super, be traced back to super, Kevin Bacon. Super, super interesting. So look up the Kevin Bacon game. Uh, and if you'd like to hear... Thank you, Jay, for joining us today. If you'd like to hear old episodes of the show, you can at adamritzshow.com. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live in studio at the Vibonomics Worldwide Headquarters. Learn more about the Vibonomics Audio Out-of-Home Marketplace at Vibonomics.com. For information on this broadcast, including past on-demand episodes, interview submissions, and syndication contacts, visit AdamRitzShow.com.